Please stop beatboxing. That's what we're not going to do. No, we're going to start every episode with a beatbox. Please do not. Beatboxing sounds like smacking. Like... Would you like to hear a song but that you can't quite make out? And I only know because I'm humming it in my head. But also hear me smacking. It's me and my wife. My wife. What up, y'all? Hello. Oh, my goodness. That annoys me. What? Because I have energy and you go, hello. Like, come on, man. I have energy. I said hello. Get some excitement for the people. These people in here tuning in. They, these people at work. These people have jobs. They are taking their hard, un- hard, hard earned money, mm-hmm. and they spending it. Not with us. <laughs> they are spending it somewhere. And you gonna come here with the hello? Nah, give them energy. Come on. This is season two. You, you need play- to be a praise nah, team you, leader. You play. You playing? Okay. You playing? Let's What's try this again. One? No. no. I- On three. Okay. We're going to do marriage is for adults. Okay. Marriage is for, we're doing marriage is for adults. Okay. One, two, one, two. Ready? What? What? Marriage is for adults. What up, y'all? What up? What up? What up? What up? Clap it up. No, come on. You got to clap it up with me too. (laughs) Clapping. No, no, clap it up. Excited. What's up, y'all? Yeah. Come on. Big energy. Big energy. (laughs) Yeah. We back. Season two. What up? We are here with another episode of Marriage is for Adults. Hey, come on. <laughs> high five. She is so awkward. Um, and I'm glad that you all chose to tune in. Um, you could have been anywhere in the world. Oh, my goodness. But you decide to, to tap in with us. Mm-hmm. And who do we have with us today? Me. Brianna. Okay. This may be their first oh, time ever watching this episode okay. or listening to it. Yes. You said, who do we have here with us? Yeah, with us. Who's here? Who? With you who is you? me. Yeah, and who are you? I'm Brianna. Yeah, that's, that's Brianna, a.k.a. That's uh, who? What do you call me? Brianna. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's Bree, and I'm Juan. And we are affectionately affectionately known as JMB. To who? The world. <laughs> uh, also known okay. as Kite and Rock. We'll talk about that later. It's your boy, Kite. And my beautiful rockers right here. We'll talk. We'll tell y'all the significance of that. Uh, anyway, baby, how you feeling today? How are you? I'm sleepy, actually. You sleepy? Give me your two words. We're gonna start off with the two words. Let's hop into your two words right now. Uh, my two words are sleepy. Sleepy's not a feeling. It doesn't have to be a feeling. Okay. Words. All right. All right whatever. Words. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. My words are sleepy. Sleepy. And um, distracted. Mm, tell me one more. I am distracted, even though I don't have to tell you if I don't want to. I will gladly <laughs> tell you. Um, I'm distracted because I feel like I ended up adding a bunch of stuff on my to-do list that I wasn't planning on doing. And there's other things that I want to do. Hmm. So I need to like do the must-dos and save the want-to-dos. So the want-to-dos are distracting me. And so I'm you sleepy. wait, you added things to your to-do list that you don't want to do. Well, no, there are things that I need to get done that have like come up in my day that are required for me to get paid. (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And those are like my actual need to do's. Gotcha. But I also have a list of like 
want to do. Want to do. Got you. Got you. And what are your tours? Did you? Was that it? Well, I was sleepy here. That's it. Sleepy or tired? I'm those sleepy. Okay. There are two different. What's things. the difference? You can be tired but not sleepy. Mm. Because you can be tired and be like, I'm just tired, like I'm drained, I'm tired, but not be sleepy. Got it. So sleepy is like you want to close your eyes. Yes. Tired means that not necessarily want to close your eyes. You just. I need to rest. You just need to sit. Yes. Amen. (laughs) 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 Sounds like one of the same. Sounds like one. It's not. It's like thunder and lightning. Like you can. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to see where you're going with this. Go ahead. It's like thunder and lightning. Yep. Okay. You can have thunder. Got it. But not see the lightning. Got it. But you can never have lightning without thunder. Mm. Like lightning will happen. Come there on. will be thunder. That's a word. But you can hear thunder and sometimes not see the lightning. She's anointed, y'all. Shut, you know what? She is anointed. Um, what are your two words, Juan? Um, <laughs> what are my two words? Uh, I think one of them is refreshed. Okay. Uh, my other word for the day in this moment is... Oh, excited. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling refreshed. Um, as the folks who are watching on YouTube or probably um, Instagram or whatever, um, I just got a haircut. And <laughs> you boy, get on my nerves. Your boy looking. I watch. Oh, my God. I actually went. You put those chains on the, and calm you down. become a different This person. is what happened. I got my haircut mm-hmm. and then I swung by Sprouts on the way home. <laughs> Someone came up to me like, oh, my God, are you Jalen Hurts? Oh, my. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. No, but that's not me, Shoddy. That's not me. That's not me. You need to take those chains off. Yeah, it's like yeah. the fake gold seeps into your skin. Nah, and like anyway, I'm feeling refreshed. <laughs> Had a really great workout. I just, I mean, um, a good week so far. A good week. A good week so far. Um, and then what was my other word I said? Excited. excited. I'm excited. It's December Q4. Uh, so I corporate. huh? So corporate. Okay. Anyway, Q four or entrepreneurial because entrepreneurs care about Q four too. Okay, why are you um, excited? Anyway, Q four, and I'm like one of those weird people. Monday is my favorite day of the week. Why do you have to be weird to be a Monday? Because most people don't like Monday. That doesn't make you weird. Maybe different. Can I explain my two mm-hmm, words? Go for it. Okay. Thank you. Um. And I just think like there's still time to have to do some really great and amazing things. Like I look at December as a a way to get a, a jump start in January. You know, like okay. I'm that so like I'm super excited because I I'm I'm excited for what like God has in store ne- for next year. But I'm also excited that like he's doing something still right now, you know? Yes. So I'm glad you shared those two words with us. Um, I would love to get into this segment. Okay. One of our first segments ever that we are going to be adding. I want to get into, let's talk about marriage myths. Let's talk about myths, baby. Hey, you (laughs) and me, let's talk about... um, See, I came up with a song. I'm funny. Come on, man. Look at you. Yeah, look at you. Anyway, what's the myth that we're talking about? Okay. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of things. When you talk, start talking to people about marriage, mm-hmm. 
uh, a lot of the non-married folk have this idea of what it means to be married. Mm -hmm. And some of this stuff is, you know, may have a little small truth in there or whatever. And there's even some married people who even uh, subscribe to some of this stuff. And so when I was online, it was really interesting. I was reading something. uh, And one of the myths that they had listed was the idea that marriage will change your partner. (laughs) Like, the idea that, and so it's this notion that the once you say I do, mm-hmm. that person is going to magically turn into the man or the woman of your dreams. Um, Myth. <laughs> true, true, what is it, uh, English or Spanish, cierto or falso? Uh, true or false, is, is that a myth? Um is there any truth to that? Uh, did you think that was the case prior to you saying I do? Want to know what your thoughts are? I mean, it's definitely false. Like, it's definitely not true. Okay. Um, did I think that? I don't think so. Um, but I feel like I had, like, some undertones of that in there, thinking, like, oh, as we, like, become one, mm. we'll you know, grow and change together. But then I feel like I ignored a lot of red flags anyway. So <laughs> of things, red flags in the sense of things that I didn't realize that I'm like, oh, this is going to bother me. Like if he never picks up his clothes, like off the floor, like a lot of like those things that I didn't pay attention to. I so I guess I shouldn't call them red flags because they're technically not red flags, but yeah. Um, that's a that's an interesting thought because I think that I did have. I would think that most people do believe as they enter into a marriage mm-hmm. that some of the things that maybe some of the challenges that they're experiencing as they're dating or during the courting period mm-hmm. may not be the same or uh, may not be intensified. Maybe it'll be less than because there is this, uh, the this thought of like, I'm committing to you for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Right now we're getting married. We move in together. Um, if that's how you chose to do it, some people do it. Well, I was going to say, I'd be curious as to like what folks think of that myth based off of like how long you dated the person before you were getting married. Did you live together before you got married? Like, I'm sure that alters that perception of like, if y'all were living Mm. together before you got married, um, maybe like there was, you're already living together. And so certain, but I mean, I guess that's just like a physical thing because then, space shared like maybe there are things in that arena that you don't think about changing that person but it's like oh when i Mm. even if we live together when i we get married like you'll want to hang out with your friends less or like those kind of things listen uh i'm gonna keep it a a being keep it a a being means (laughs) i'm mad (laughs) that you assumed i didn't know i know you didn't know what that but that doesn't mean that you have to assume i'm gonna keep it a being um (laughs) Keep it a bean, like keep it real. How does that keep, keep it real? Just relax. 
Um, if someone is telling you, this is my, this is, this is for me, my thought, my perspective, you're going to get a lot of my thoughts and ideas on this pod. Okay. Mm-hmm. If someone is telling you, you've brought up an issue to a person you're dating. Okay. And they say, well, I, that's not something that I'm concerned about, or you shouldn't be concerned about that. <laughs> Because we are not married. Mm-hmm. And they make you feel as if the only reason this is transpiring is because you're not married. Oh, okay. Right? So, so like, maybe, here's a, an example. A person's bad money management, <laughs> when you are dating, mm-hmm. you may think, well, it's okay. I'm going to handle all the finances when we yeah. get married. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I mean... I, He's not going to be that bad. She's not going to be that bad. Mm-hmm. Our money's going to be in one account. I'll have oversight of everything. Um, he's not that responsible. She's not that responsible. Um, but I see potential in them. Oof, don't see potential. See right? progress. I see the potential without the progress, without putting in the work, mm-hmm. without the dedication and the discipline to improve. I see that. And like the moment we say I do, like, I can start getting to work to build the perfect person that I want. What's your thoughts? Yeah. Don't pay attention to potential. Look at patterns. <laughs> Ooh. That is definitely way more telling. Uh, and mm. I think it speaks to like, because right. Like in my opinion, that's not like changing the person. It's like controlling the situation. So it's like, I'll have more control over them. I'm not trying to change you. I'm just like, I'll take over that thing. But um, when you're in a marriage, like, there is no one person taking over one thing. Like, both of y'all affect everything. So Yeah. So, more of the story is... Getting married doesn't change your partner. Doesn't. Your partner now. Getting married will not change your partner to the person yeah, you want him a, or her to that's be. A better clarification. But your partner will change as a result of being married. Yes. Marriage Well, your they partner should. your partner will change. Okay, but then what if they don't? They will for the for Okay, for better. For worse. better or for worse. Okay. They will change for better or for worse, even if um even if they're stagnant but you were dating them and they were a person who had a lot of progress, they've changed. But what I'm saying is like, what if you get married and they don't change? Like, but how they, could they, they stay not stagnant? Change? They were stagnant when you, but when you're dating, they stayed stagnant when, and you grew and you changed and you evolved, but that person stayed the same. Do you if, outgrow them? Like what, what is your growth? If they, if they were stagnant uh-huh. when you were dating them, and they remain stagnant. So you were growing when you were dating them. They were stagnant. Let's say you weren't growing. It doesn't make a difference. I don't know. Yeah, it does. Because okay. of it, yeah, 100%. Because at the end of the day, I just believe that it is, that the sanctity and the unity that is marriage, whether it is done the godly way or the non-godly way, where, where God is in the midst of that thing, mm-hmm. If a person decides to make that commitment, they cannot be the same. And whether that means 
they start becoming more resentful of you because they're stagnant and you're progressing. I'm saying there are going to be, there are going to be something in some aspects. You're human, right? Like we, we are either always, we're either growing or dying, right? So it's like either we're moving forward or moving backwards. I don't even think a person can be stagnant. I think they're either moving backwards or moving forward because at the end of the day, it's like, Everything is constantly in motion. Mm. You know what I mean? The earth is constantly in motion. You How know? do you know the earth? Mm, that's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> I saw a podcast. I listened to a podcast that told me it's called the Earth in Motion Podcast. Y'all check that out. I'm lying. Um, so, yeah, so I, I just think I think that is that becomes a challenge, you know, but I think this is a good segue for what I actually want to talk for what I want us to talk about today, which is which is. The idea of love not being enough. That is a good segue. Love not being enough. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly enough, there is a book written by uh, Dr. Aaron Beck, which is t- entitled Love is Never Enough. And <laughs> uh, in the introduction, you know, I, I like to go back to this book and read little passages from it because I think there's there's some really good nuggets. I'm not like I'm not a I'm gonna say I, I like to go and read, but <laughs> I've had this book for several years. I was I probably not still, gonna say I'm anything. Probably still had the introduction. Let you tell some good stuff. Yeah, some good I was stuff like, go here. back. Just some good stuff it. in here. Just relax. <laughs> don't, don't you? Go with it. Yeah, I read this. Look at all these notes in here. Y'all see the, all these notes? Those are just the words these that are come in white the book. Notes. Um, but I want to read something from here because I thought this was, uh, pretty interesting and I thought it would make for a really, uh, engaging conversation. It says, although love is a powerful impetus for husband and wives to help and support each other, to make each other happy and to create a family, it does not in itself create the substance of the relationship, the personal qualities and skills that are crucial to sustain it. To, to sustain it and make it grow. My question for you, mm-hmm. for, us, for us, for the pod, for the audience is what qualities, characteristics are needed, are crucial, are important for a healthy, long-lasting marriage? Um, in my opinion, I think integrity is one of the biggest things. Um, I think integrity, loyalty, um, for like for me personally, uh, that's the only person you could talk from. You're not talking for me, for you personally. Yeah. In my opinion. But you just said for me. Yes, personally, personally I get it. I like, get it. I get it. Okay. Um, like a spiritual, like a relationship with God, like mm. having that foundation in which they see the, like that's the lens in which they see the world through. Got it. Um, what else was it? What was it? Did I answer it? I, I mean, if that's what you think. It wasn't a two part question. I mean, what? Are, yeah, I mean, no, it was just one oh. part. What are some of the qualities? So for me, it's interesting. Um, I think one of the things that is often 
overlooked, mm-hmm. undervalued, and sometimes very hard to measure is resiliency. Oh, that's a good one. I think resiliency is is core and key and crucial to sustaining a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, a person's ability to weather a storm, I think is important. I think it's hard to, to, um, to measure that, right? Like how do you, it's not like a, you know, you're not going to take a Myers-Briggs test and it tells you like, oh, this person can, this can, you know, I used to joke. Um, I don't know. I did. I, maybe I told you this. But I felt like uh, I would always I I love the movie Kung Fu Panda, and I would call my. I think you did tell me. Okay. This. okay. I loved Kung Fu Panda, and I always resonated with that character because I I felt that um, there was a moment in the movie when he was uh, the, all these people were trying to be the Dragon Warrior, uh-huh. who from the outside they looked like they were more qualified, right? You had tigress you had mantis you had i don't know the monkey person they had all these people who had all these skill sets and then you have just like this big fat panda (laughs) you had poe right and the thing about poe was like they were trying they they would kick his butt knock him down the stairs but it did not matter whatever happened to poe he never quit Mm -hmm. he always showed back up yeah uh bruise uh black eyes etc and i felt I've told, I've told Bree, I've told you this. Like, I felt like I had this gift of like long suffering. Like I, I like that when other people were throwing towels in certain situations that I just won't give Mm -hmm. up. And I feel like it's hard to, I feel like that is one of the qualities as far that I feel that I have and possess that makes me a really great partner. Mm -hmm. Now I got some other stuff that (laughs) may cancel that out. (laughs) You like yeah, you got all this. You got you can suffer long, but you can in, inflict a lot of suffering too. I was gonna too. say you're you, okay, so because you're creating the suffering. Wow, I know this was. <laughs> I what, I didn't I'm know I was kidding. signing myself up for. But to your point on resiliency, I think it's resiliency with discernment because mm. I think mm. I do agree. I think you have a gift for like long suffering and like sticking it out. And also, I think you have the discernment. Like, you need to know when to also, like, quit. Because quitting isn't always bad. Know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. Hey, you better count. I spit on you. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's okay. Yeah, no, but. I agree with you. Right. So, like, it's great to have long suffering. But, like, I think. Also, you have to be able to be wise enough to look at your situation and say like, oh, no, this isn't the suffering that we should be going through. I'm just going to keep sticking out. So anyway, yes, I do think resiliency. Um, Year eight in our marriage. Another thing that I think is a skill, quality, whatever is um, self-awareness is Mm -hmm. very key. I don't Um, think a relationship can last if there is no self-awareness yeah because because with self what, what does it mean to be self-aware right it's it's an under to me it's an understanding of um <laughs> the space the spaces and places i need grace mm-hmm. right the spaces and places where i need um 
space, right? It's like, I need grace, but I also sometimes need the space to even figure out those things. Mm -hmm. And self-aware is to me is like understanding, like when you need to step up, when you need to step back, when it's, when is it time? And I, and, and, and I think that that plays into like, we all have family of origin issues. Yeah. We all come into relationships and marriages with baggage, Mm -hmm. right? From things that we saw growing up, um, a preconceived notion of what marriage looks like, all of that stuff. And I think without being self-aware, you don't even realize how those things, ooh, excuse me, burp, that stinks. How those things impact (laughs) how you show up in your Well, and I wouldn't even call it like family of origin issues. I would just say like family of origin, like, history because i think there are certain things that like you're just you're raised in a different household like because even being raised in the same household as siblings like me and my brother my sister have different outlooks on certain things like same parents raised in the same house and so it's like there are certain ways i approach things that are not wrong but you approach them a different way but it's my right because that's all i know it's your Mm. right because that's all you know and so it's not i think we do a disservice by calling it issues Hmm. i think it's just your family of origin because yes, there are issues <laughs> in the in the household just because we're flawed human beings. But there's also just like the way we manage and handle and approach a a problem or a situation. Um, I have like this this path of how I think it should approach. You probably have a different path, and it's because of where you've come from, where I've come from. Neither of us are wrong, mm. but this this is what we know. This is what feels natural to us. It's comfortable, yeah. and so those equal right in your mind Hmm. if you're not aware of like hey i'm approaching this because this is this is how i think of things this is how i come to the table and this he's approaching it um this way because you know this is his background but we're both just trying to solve you know for x and not be against each other so anyway that leads me into this last thing i want to read on the third page of the book that you're page five actually (laughs) It says couples are often adept at dealing with people outside the relationship, but few people enter into an intimate relationship with the basic understandings or the technical skills that make the relationship blossom. They frequently lack the know-how to make joint decisions, to decipher their partner's communications. When a faucet in the house starts to drip, they have the tools to stop the leak. But when love starts to drain away, they have no idea about how to staunch the flow. Why is it, do you believe, that so many people approach marriage differently than they would approach almost any other thing that they're doing for the first time? Right? So, like, Mm -hmm. you are putting together... Uh, a bed for the first time you are building a a house for them you are replacing your brakes for the first Mm -hmm. time you are whatever the case may be you enter into a marriage thinking and not doing not trying to put any tools in your toolbox Mm -hmm. of saying i love is enough Mm -hmm. Sex that we've probably been having before marriage is is enough. It's fire or is non-existent or whatever. She's she's a baddie. He's beautiful. He looks like Juan. 
and and shaped like one. He's immaculate. He's built like okay, a black Greek okay, god or something. Okay, what's from your the, point? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's it. Maybe you like, wow, this is yes. I found my one. You know what I mean? Like somebody in the <laughs> <laughs> Somebody listen to the pod, maybe like I want to find my Juan. Oh, do you? <laughs> you want to find your Juan? You may find your Juan, but you may not find your Juan. Um, but like, why do you? Why? Why do you think that is? I mean, I think it's multifaceted, right? Like, I think that if we compare it to all these other things, there are like these manuals, right? Like, if you want to build, like, I built a table. Like, I watched a video, <laughs> and it gave me explicit instructions on how to achieve an outcome. Mm. And so like, that was easy. It was like, yeah, it can be intimidating because I've maybe never done this before, but like there are clear examples of it. And so also, so like to do a parallel, like oftentimes you may be in a situation growing up, you didn't see clear examples of making a healthy relationship marriage even friendships um from the adults in your life and Mm. so like you don't have this you know quasi playbook to reference so like there's that um and then i think too when it comes to marriage like there's just so many facets of like this relationship and just living life Mm. it's hard to like quantify it into this thing that says like if you do these things to the point it's like there's no manual if you do these things you'll have a successful relationship there are just so many variables um i feel like it just becomes overwhelming it becomes intimidating and i feel like you don't see it until like you're in it and i've marriage has this like oh you get married like a lot of times when you're thinking about marriage you're thinking about the wedding And it's like the leading up to the, that's all great. And it's all beautiful, but it's like a very small snapshot of the long, um, of the, the actual thing. Yeah. I I would contend. I believe most people are getting into marriage grossly unprepared. And I think most, 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 um, most folks are getting into, and when I say grossly unprepared, mm-hmm. I, I'm um, unprepared. I'm, I'm specifically referring to um, having an under, like, what does it look like to have tools for conflict resolution? Okay. I wasn't, that's. You know, like, yeah. What, did, what does it, what does it look like to literally, now, and, and just because you are skilled at conflict resolution doesn't mean you're going to have a great marriage. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is like, you're going into, into this unknown terror. It's like, it's like you're going camping. You've never been camping before and you don't bring nothing with you. Like the bag that you bring is a whole bunch of stuff that you, that somebody on the internet told you that you need to bring. Like imagine if you just went on Twitter and you just posted, Hey, I'm going camping. Can y'all give me some advice? And every and you just brought everything and did everything that everybody replied to you on your Twitter, but you would still be out. You'll be lost. But why would? But I don't think so. Like I feel like people will reply to you. Isn't that how you build your? Yeah, but why would I take inf- Why would I take anything from them? Like what? Like who? Where you get your information from is very important. 
Okay. So it's like most people are going into marriage with the idea of marriage based on a show that they've seen, based on their uh, parents' okay, marriage, based on their uncle's marriage, based on all the failed marriages they've seen, or based on, listen, you know, yeah, you'll... And I was I was having a shout out to Nashira. Nashira was talking to me, but like we were having a conversation. There's one thing about someone who's been in a marriage. Okay. You could a person can be in a marriage for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And out of that 30, they they've only been happily married for four. Yeah. So why would I listen to the person who's been married for 30 years, unhappily married for 26, ma- happily married for four? Why? Yeah, that that makes sense, right? I, I like that. So all of, what I'm, what I'm saying is like I feel like there has been an emphasis on some of the wrong things mm-hmm. for folks who are getting rid. Ask the ask people our age when get, bro. I'm not getting married till I got a, I got this, I got a bag, I got this house in my name, I have this, I have right. these and things. And a lot right? of those things don't matter. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> but, we, but 15 minutes ago we just talked about what are the things that you really need for have a long lasting relationship, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, and then lastly, like. Which is really interesting because we don't this we don't subscribe to this. So this has not been our experience. Most people get most people have this idea. I know how it happens in other people's marriage, mm-hmm. but we different. Oh, mm-hmm. we di- we different. <laughs> we different. I, I was a victim of that, <laughs> and if I can find the audio, I will play you- it. When I was dating Bree, <laughs> and I don't know why you thought this. This shows you didn't know me. <laughs> yes, this is that one hundred percent. When I was dating Bree, I went over to my dad's house. I told him my brother was there, his wife was there, uh, and I'm like, "Oh, I met this girl, Brad. We went to school together, man. Listen, I'm marrying her. This girl, perfect. I am. We don't argue. <laughs> I'm like, we don't argue, and I'm like, I can't imagine." us getting married and us arguing. <laughs> I am dead serious. And I, and I say on the video, and if we argue, it's my fault. And it's true. That is actually it's my fault. That is the truth. In is, I'm, I'm on this podcast telling you that was a lie from the pit of hell. That was a lie. That was the it's enemy. Not. That was the enemy talking. That wasn't me. I would say 90% of our arguments nah, are that's your crazy. <laughs> but it, but it's also this idea like, oh, well, we're different. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, most people get married and have a honeymoon phase, oh, right? It's like, it's great. It's amazing. We didn't have no honeymoon <laughs> phase. It was rough out the gate. It really was. It was tough out the gate. Okay? Yeah. We were learning each other. We had these preconceived notions of what marriage was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it, they couldn't have been further apart. Yeah, and like, that's just the thing. Like, we never talked about it. Now that I'm like... And we did premarital counseling... <laughs> In the church and outside of the church. Yeah. Like, we tried to do it. I think, like, we lived our honeymoon phase, like, our rose-colored glasses phase, like, in our engagement, and it just stopped right after the wedding. Yeah, you're talking about your spouse changing after you get married. (laughs) You sure did. (laughs) Real crochet, huh? Yeah, I changed. I grew and elevated. She didn't grow. And he just, mm, that's a whole other. I had, anyway. Um, Go ahead. Speak your mind, nothing. please. You had what? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, y'all. We are on our honeymoon. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is, so when you're talking about honeymoon, but we are on our, camera on me right here. We are on our honeymoon. 
We're in Paris, Paris. This beautiful yeah, woman of God off. right here gets an attitude and decides <laughs> to walk off <laughs> in the middle of Paris. I'm a smart woman. I can figure it she out. She left. I am in Paris and by myself now, and we are in the middle of civil and unrest. No, that is not true. It was not civil unrest. People were protesting something. But there were protesters with the police over there are military. So I they're was, protesting. I was in no danger. They were protesting in a language. You're, I don't even know what they You are putting tens on twos. These are French fries and the wee wee is a I don't anyway, know what they were saying. Moral of the story is No, no, no. The moral of the story is <laughs> we didn't have no honeymoon <laughs> we phase. We literally bro. did not have a I'm like, baby, that Eiffel Tower right there. We can see the Eiffel Tower from the room. No, no, not this one. Mm -mm. I'm gonna be mad. I'm upset. I'm gonna be upset about something. I'm light skinned and I'm mad. First of all, you did say that. I'm. I would never say that. Oh, okay. She didn't say that. But anyway, I'm just saying all that to say, bring it back to what we're talking about here. Yeah, please, Pastor. Preach, Bishop. Preach, Bishop. Bringing it back to what we're talking about here, uh, love is not enough to sustain a marriage. I think what we're discussing uh-huh. is any person who is thinking about marriage or is currently married should continue to put tools in their toolbox to find practical ways to become an individual to I'm just saying words now. I, yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? I was like, no, but I think, yes. And I think like, but I think, feel like that brings us back to the self-awareness part. Like mm. you, you can't get away from that because like, if you are not, that was like my issue is like taking my eyes off of you as mm. the issue, wow. even though like you were, I couldn't change that. <laughs> God is good. God is good. And Ready so like I had to work on like my own self-awareness and being proactive of like yes. just focusing on what triggers me, hmm. being aware of that, like that something is actually triggering me. And me like, breathing. what does that mean? What? Nothing. Go ahead. Just tell me what triggers you. I was just saying, just me living, <laughs> me breathing, my, my existence on earth triggers you, but go ahead. no, you're breathing. You do breathe loud. Um, but what I'm... Yes. All I'm saying, baby, was... I'm trying to bring us home. Mm-hmm. So so wrap it up. That's it. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there is a practicality to um, well, having... Go ahead. I, know, I was going to say, well, how do you feel like you built your toolbox? Then I mean, I think it's easy to say, like, oh, you need to check the sources in which you get your information from and, like... You need to do these things, but like, where do you and how do you build this this toolbox of resources? But uh, so so what I believe is personal and self development. Mm-hmm. Two people who are grossly committed to becoming the man or the woman they were created to be will ultimately benefit the relationship as a whole. Okay. I look at, I view it through a spiritual lens. 
So I believe that as I am, as my relationship with God strengthens, two people who are seeking God's face, mm-hmm. as that relationship goes, as their relationship with God becomes stronger and deeper, the relationship with their their spouse and their partner, so will that happen as well. But it's not going to be overnight. I think it is a gradual process, right? Oh, for sure. I, I, you know, I'm Mr. Daily Deposit. It is a daily step. It is a daily commitment. It is a daily grind. Um, what does that look like? I think you have to be intentional. And we're going to do an episode about this. We'll do a community for married for married folks. I think is extremely important. Yeah. I think one of the things that you will find as you get into community with other people is that you are not you and your spouse and your situation is not special. Mm-hmm. You are human beings who are married to each other, who are struggling daily to move towards a goal. But when you get in community, you have accountability. Yeah. I think without transparency, there's no accountability. Right. And I think the more you become transparent with your with your partner, I think the more that you are vulnerable with your partner, the more that you're open with them and more um, and honest with them, you have the ability and you're creating a space uh, needed to get the grace that you need to be able to grow. I just think that you, um, you, you have to be committed to self-development, personal development, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you, you have to, and I'll say this and I'm going to shut up. I'm a firm believer, firm believer that there are going to be some areas in your marriage mm-hmm. where you need to model the behavior. There are a lot of areas where you need to model it. Your spouse is not going to show up the way that they should. Mm-hmm. They're not going to give you the space and the grace that you sh- that they should give you. But that does not mean because they don't give you grace that you don't extend that grace. Mm-hmm. Because the reason I believe why God puts people together um, is somebody is going to have to model that. Yeah. And be that example for that other person and then give the person the space that they need to be able to to turn around where we are in year eight. If you would have told me would have been here in year two, <laughs> I would not have believed us. No, I didn't like not at all. <laughs> I'm like, we're not even me. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But, but I didn't have my bag. OK, pack- calm down. Hey, I didn't pack the bag <laughs> two or three times. No, you have not. Not two times. <laughs> not three times. How many times? What? How many times? I don't know. More than once. Okay. Oh, no. Wait, no? no? <laughs> I don't know. I obviously didn't care that much. Yeah, all right. But like a backpack, like, you know what I mean? Hey, I'm going to sleep in the car type of, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. but we in year eight, right? It's because you we've both afforded each other. There's been There's been things that we've both modeled. Yeah. And then gave each other the space and the grace for the other person to catch up. And it's not easy. It's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's but I mean, but life is not easy. Yeah, that's true. You know, life is not easy. Life is tough. Life is challenging. The ebbs and flows of life um, are difficult. But I think the beauty of this is as you go through it, you get to experience it with someone um, that has your back. Yeah. You know, um, even if sometimes it doesn't feel like it. You know, and you get to have their back. And, you know, I think that's what this this whole thing is about. So I'm glad that we're able to talk about this. 
Um, love is not enough, but love is important. <laughs> For sure. Please do love you know your I mean? spouse. <laughs> but it's important, but it, it isn't just enough. So, um, yeah, I love you. Yeah, me too. I love you more. That's not enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we got to find a way to like close this out. Um, I'm uh, just assuming you were going to sing something. No, we got to do something like. Uh, oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm this afraid of what you're going to come up with. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we appreciate y'all listening, tuning in. I'm Juan. I'm Bree. And together we are the Marriage, Marriage is, is for, for Adults, adults podcast. podcast. There we go. <laughs> Yay. I didn't know where you were going to go. I'll see ya. Hey, hey, come on. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh. Boom, boom. Hey, yeah, yeah, you yeah. do it wrong. Okay. Anyway, see, <laughs> love is not enough and neither is a handshake. Special handshakes are not enough either. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs>